It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Oh. Oh. Recorded live. I'm going to need you to put me in con- into contact with some features. I might have to move. <laughs> I got to get the hell away from here. Stop that shit. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, um, how long did it take you, sir? Excuse me, what, huh? Uh, how long do you, I mean, were you were you really busy or were you talking to yourself or were you just oh, oh. in the twilight zone? Mm, yeah, I almost came out. It almost came out. Come on. Bub, now. Hold your mule. Mm-hmm. 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 I got a little word about you because usually, you know, you had learned to be a little quicker than that. I was just wondering. Mm-hmm. 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 At first, you used to still be in the midst of talking or praying. I was just, you know, I was just wondering. Mm-hmm. 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 My bad. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. No asking. No question. Go ahead and pray for your friend. I'm talking about I'm talking about Lisa and Miss Legacy. How you know she wants you to pray for her? I said you you, you just no. Nah, I mean, well, how you know she won't pray it then? I she could just be listening. <laughs> huh? I didn't say what she wanted. I said what she needed. Ooh. Oh. So that's, mm. that's the business you in now. Mm. All right then. Amen. That's the that's the prophetic, ain't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. That's the prophetic. Just I got you. Lord, all right. Glory to your name, Father. Oh. Amen, God. Amen. Hallelujah. あかしらはしだ
Man, K, shout out. You know, when I um, I had a vision of you. Um, the the look, which is a um embodiment of strength and leadership, is that I see Mufasa from The Lion King. Um, and then I see the softness of that, uh, and not not um, of um, I think it's uh, what's the character's name in the same movie, Nala, which was Simba's girlfriend. The meekness and the humbleness. So it's like a cross, and and those are reflective of your character and personality. You know, the strength and the leadership, but also with the meekness, the humbleness, and the sensitivity, and the softness of which it it's going to take that combination or those combinations of characteristics that will lead you or that will, um, I guess, guide you where God is leading and taking you in regard to the school where you will be leading and guiding and directing kids. And then because it is going to grow uh, like that of a jungle where there's going to be many lives and many kids' lives that you will touch, it's going to take those behaviors and mannerisms to be effective and impactful on those kids. So you're going to have to have the strength. You know how uh, James Earl Jones' voice carries a lot of robust volume and that it calls, you know, when he speaks, it draws and it calls people to be very attentive to him. But it's going to also take the meekness and that softness, so to speak, that you need to touch those kids that normal what the society we currently live in deemed to be very difficult. And God is going to direct people to you that will allow, you know, well, not allow, but that will be able to enhance the fact that you will be able to carry out God's will because it's going to grow exponentially. And Peter, this is something that he is giving you um, a charge to keep, basically. He will definitely send you um, individuals that are going to be able to uplift you and keep you in the position he wants you in to carry out his will. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Oh, wow. Wow. Why? <laughs> Thank you, Erica. You're so welcome. Oh, man. Taba. That's a wonderful thing. Makumba Mataba. I need you to I need you to take several steps to the side and 
breathe. I feel I like feel. singing and dancing around the jungle. Makumu Mama Taba. Wow. You know that thing I was talking about on Sunday about being vulnerable in front of people? That mm-hmm. right there. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! You just don't know, man. No, I know. No, mm-hmm. no I just really every single time I say effort, and I throw up the middle finger. Somebody say something <laughs> like that every time. Yeah. Which finger you and say you throw up? The pinky, you know, I'm AKA. That's the one I meant. Amen. Yeah, amen. Oh, the pinky, funny. the pinky, <laughs> and um, I just because <laughs> I just every damn, I mean, doggone, for, I mean, Pam did it to me, did it to me on Sunday. I was like, what, what just keeps happening? Because y'all know I want to say the heck with this. Ain't nobody got time for this. I was like, I'm going back to the district. I'm going to get my $4,000 a month again. I ain't going to worry. I'm going to get my Range Rover, and I'm going to live like normal freaking people. Like, this this is not, this is just, Every single time, somebody like Erica and Pam say something like that, and then Sam got to come with his, where'd you say you went? The pioneers, what? You went out there in the desert? They had to establish people on the ranch. I was like, oh. Because my bad, my bad. No, it's not bad, man. It's just that I don't. I I literally, and now I see. I guess what the old folks used to mean. I literally, I'm at the end of myself. I have nothing left. I don't have the mental capacity to think or figure. I don't have the the emotional stamina to do. I just, I am totally gone. I am totally. Gone. I did a Facebook Live yesterday. Don't even know what the heck I said. I don't even go back and listen to it. I just, mm-hmm. I am, I am. I, I've never been in a position where I've been so clear on what I'm supposed to do, and I have no wherewithal to do it. I told who, who was that? Was it Pam? Somebody I was saying. I feel like, and I did a. Oh, that's what it was. I did a Facebook post. I said, what do you do when you're ready to give birth and don't have the energy to push? It's, and that's, I feel like I've I've been led up to this point and I don't have the energy to, I'm at the Red Sea. I don't have the energy to cross. Mm. Mm. I am done. I am wiped out. Wiped out. I, I can't well, even think no more. You know what? Now that you have I am out the way, that I am pick his natural place and let him take over. Amen. All right, going back on you. <laughs> Is that like a, a ninja? A ninja come in, like slice your head off and leave? <laughs> Thanks, Felicia. Oh. Yeah. 
that point when you literally feel, you know, what else can I, I mean, not that I've been through the worst thing in the world, but what else can be done? It's, I think it's that moment when you realize he's never going to get off you. So be comfortable with just going through it. But you're tired of going through it? I don't know. I have nothing else to say. I'm you hear the lesson this morning? Uh-uh, I was teaching. I'm going to read this portion to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to just go through it again briefly. It's the way mother birds build nests and build them high enough to lure predators. It's the way bees know how to extract pollen and return with it to their hive. Or the way that sheep, cattle, and other animals often travel in herds so they would not be as vulnerable. It's the surge a mother bear experiences to protect her cubs when confronted by a startled hiker in the forest. Biological instinct is the fierce determination of the majestic lion to guard his territory. These creatures don't have to be taught how to do these things. They are born with the natural instinct to behave in these ways. In fact, most scholars define an instinct as genetically hardwired tendency, a behavior that's built in and automatic, not learned or conditioned. The survival instinct is generally regarded as the stronger than most every aspect and most every species. Instincts to nurture, to gather, to procreate, to secure food and water, to protect and to defend, these sustain life in practical, very tangible ways. On a basic level, we share many of the same instincts. We see instinct in action when a baby tries to suckle in order to receive nourishment or a toddler records from a hot skillet. It's the sense you have about the stranger lingering behind you on your walk home that causes you to run into a store and call a taxi. Similarly, no one has to teach you how to dodge the oncoming bus careening towards you while crossing the street. We are wired to stay alive. Our bodies naturally seek out nourishment, food, and water, and protection such as shelter, clothing, and weapons to survive. You've probably heard of the fight-or-flight response, which is an instinctive reaction to any perceived danger. Many scientists also believe that language is instinctive, or at least the desire to express our responses to both internal and external stimuli. Some researchers believe that we are instinctively spiritual beings as well, which, of course, I will confirm. As we grow and mature into men and women, our various instincts also evolve and become more sophisticated and personalized. But so does our reliance on intellect, evidence, and technology. We are assaulted by so much information each day that it's easy to lose touch with the voice inside of us, the compelling sense of knowledge, the awareness we have in our gut. In addition, we're often conditioned to dismiss our instinct as primal and animalistic, subjective and unscientific. We're taught to rely on facts and figures data and digits, not hunches and gut feelings. Some people may even consider relying on instinct in the same way they regard superstitions and mental telepathy, fodder for science fiction and superhero movies. Sometimes we rely on our instincts without even realizing it. We notice details about how a job applicant has dressed and groomed himself and form an accurate opinion about his qualifications. Perhaps we sense the time is right to have a difficult but necessary conversation with someone in our family and find them receptive when approached. It could be an inexplicable attraction toward one particular field of study or area of business. 
For instance, you can't help but notice the lines of other people's clothing, wondering about how the fabric, how it drapes, its shape, color, and fit. Maybe you've always been fascinated by the way numbers work and enjoy creating order by making the columns balance. Whether you recognize those glimpses of instinct or not, it's there. On the other hand, our instincts are not necessarily accurate all the time. That hunch about someone else's business deal wasn't true. Your sense of timing for the big date wasn't on target after all. The sense of dread about a client's reaction to your work proved to have no basis in reality. Your intuition about getting the promotion wasn't accurate. So how do you become more aware of your unique, naturally developed instinct? Or perhaps more important, how do you discern when to trust your instinct and when to rely on logic, fact, and objectivity? Obviously, this is where our relationship with instinct gets tricky, and that's what this book is all about. Not one of us is born without instinct. A person is more likely to be born without sight than to be born without insight. In fact, many of my blind friends rely upon insight. All of us have internal senses beyond the physical, which, which we can better determine what's next, what's safe, or what's even right. Our instincts speak to us daily, prompting us to pay attention, to listen more carefully, to sidestep danger, and to seize an opportunity. Some might be more in tune with their instinct, and some might be less inclined to listen to them, but we, like all of God's creatures, come complete with them on the inside. From this inner sanctum springs wisdom we don't even know we possess. But in a fast-paced, busy world, we tend not to give ourselves the quiet moments of reflection that are needed to unleash them. Think about it. There are some things you just know. You don't even know how or why you know, just that you do. This inner in knowing is instinctive. It is as natural as the ability to sense when you found the thing you were born to do. Unfortunately, many of us often spend our lives doing what we were trained to do. Some do what they were asked to do. And most of us do what others need us to do. And all the while, we wonder why the feelings of fulfillment eludes us. Our Creator designed everything He made to have a purpose. Yet most of us live our lives wondering what our purpose is. Worse still, there's an aching in our hearts as we sense that it has to be more in life. Something beyond the monotonous compliance with convenient opportunities to which most of us have lived our lives. I encounter so many people who dread going to work not because they're lazy, but because they are unfulfilled. Without understanding the guidance that our innate God-given instincts provide us, we simply adjust to the urgency of circumstances, all the while sensing deep within that we were created for so much more. Yet, the uncertainty or fear of pursuing this innocence keeps us contained in the contrived cage of the ordinary. Simply put, we've never learned to rely on our instincts. But regardless of where we are in life, it's not too late to align our lives with the inner wisdom of whom we really are and what we were made to do. God, the master designer, has equipped us with a fundamental instinct that draws us to our divine purpose. This sense of potential being realized is more fulfilling than any paycheck. It is a feeling of fitting in like a piece in a puzzle to form a greater picture than what we may be doing right now. It's the innate satisfaction that comes from giving the gifts that you know and you alone can contribute to the world. Once we embrace this instinct of identity, we understand why we are so shaped and designed. We realize why we were rejected in other places, why we grew bored by other roles, and why over and over we're haunted by the possibility that there's some place, some plan, some design to which we should be aligned. Deeply spiritual pray for it to be revealed. Other people wonder for the lack of it. 
But the most fulfilled, confident people live their lives in the very midst of it. These individuals have answered the question, moved into the sweet spot, and been guided by a God whose design is revealed in them. When we have the courage to leave the familiar and step into the destiny to which our instinct keeps drawing us, we can live the same way. I'm not writing a book to show you how to get rich because I know that many rich people have not identified their purpose. I'm not writing to share how to be famous. Too many famous people are miserable. I'm right to show you the importance of being led until you fulfill purpose by leaving the confines of your conventional cave and entering the space where your heart longs to reside, the place you will discover when instinct is your guide. So you wish I had said that, don't you? La 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 la. It's funny. Some of those words sound like some things you said before, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be on mute about right now. My bad. Quite sure Lisa doesn't have much to say. Well, quite sure Lisa's not going to say much. How about that? Just instinct telling me that that's going to happen. (laughs) (sighs) So if that's the case, uh, anybody else need prayer? Anybody else want prayer going once? Anybody else want prayer going twice? Anybody else want prayer going three times? Okie dokie, Smokey. All right, that's the case. Let's get up the phone. Somebody pray for me when we get out of here. Nobody available to pray for Sam? <laughs> Lisa's pretty much cussing me out about right now, so I know she ain't. Well, Father, we, we come to you today to lift up Sam, your son. Thanking you, Father, for for waking him this morning. Thanking you, Father, for continuing to bless him. Continues to to walk the path you have set for him. Father, we thank you for his obedience, for his discernment. We thank you, Father, for his continued health and wellness for himself, his household, and his family. Father, we thank you for continuing to order his steps, 
strengthening, his hedge of protection, and his arm. We thank you, Father, for continuing to bind the efforts of the enemy as you keep coming up with creative ways to try and, and trip your son up. Father, we just we just thank you for your unconditional love, for your mercy, and for your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. Well, it's time to sell war, people. Because I got words to do. Okay. okay, everyone. Have a blessed day. Peace.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.